Hello! Welcome to Get On and Shine with me, a very happy and danced out Holly Honeychurch. you're feeling great today. I'm feeling well worn. Worn in my foot. I dreaded a little bit getting up this morning. I put it off for as long as I could because I knew for the first 10 minutes it would be quite painful until I got oiled. But it was all well worth it and I'm feeling stiff but in a good way. I know that I've moved a lot and it was a brilliant experience. I literally could not stop dancing and moving to the beat. It was actually quite funny because because I go on my own, I know that I can attract attention sometimes. It's just me, a girl dancing. So I am prepared for it. And I think with age, it's so much easier to deal with situations when I was younger, I would end up, I don't know, in situations where there might be some a drunk guy walking past and he'd sort of be a bit leery and a bit of trying to hug me and I would be a bit sort of like, oh, I don't know what to do, so I'll just hug him back and then he can get on his way type thing, but not enjoy it. Whereas now, I can stand my ground. So last night, there was a, a guy who, who walked past and tried to hug me and I just pushed sort of pushed my hands in front of me as if to say no and I was I said thank you for his comment but I wasn't going to let him just come and like fawn all over me um so yeah it did make me smile so yeah I just danced and danced and danced I I couldn't help myself and it was just it was wonderful and I got extremely hot and sweaty and really stayed in one place for about five hours. I got a a great place on the balcony looking down over all the people so there was a lot of space in front of me because that's the one thing with super clubs. They're packed and there's always people walking around you and bumping into you so you have to figure out your ground and like protect it I do anyway I had a few people try to sort of push me out the way and I looked at them and with with different results because some of them are so drunk that you know you can't really get through to them and that's when you need one of their friends who's not so drunk to go oh right he's in her way let's get her out the way let's get him out of the way so I had a situation like that I also had a guy asked me to take a photo of him and his mate just literally as the beat was about to drop and I just looked at him and said I'm dancing (laughs) 
<laughs> and he was a bit confused. But again, uh, a more savvy friend sort of said, just leave her alone, okay? <laughs> but the drum and bass for me, it's my first night at a drum and bass bass club usually it's trance so it was a really different experience and literally as soon as I got in there with my earplugs I hasten to add because I always wear earplugs when I go clubbing it was I was on it straight away um it was it was very cold out so I had to leave my coat in one area and walk outside to get into the main area which I had to be brave about that so yeah, had to queue up like everybody and there were lots of people smoking in the line and I was just really grateful to know that because everywhere inside now is non-smoking I wasn't going to have to deal with all of that smell because that's what it was like when I first started clubbing. I was 15 when I first went clubbing with my friends from school because everybody seemed to go clubbing at that age um, it was just the thing to do. It seems really weird today. I can't imagine letting my daughter go clubbing at 15, but my mum did. And she used to pick me up, mind you, at like two maybe. And I'd meet her outside of the, the door and she'd be chatting to the bouncers and she'd have a couple of dogs with her as well. So, you know, she, she knew I was safe walking home. I don't know whether she knew what was going on in the clubs or not. <laughs> that was a different matter. So yeah, I started clubbing quite young. I used to have like three drinks, like alco pops basically. And I was always a very sensible kid. I didn't smoke and just would go and, and try and like snog boys basically. That's really all I went for. The music was kind of poppy and I I knew there was something about some of the tracks which excited me with their beats but back then in the 90s I didn't know anything about trance or those sorts of beats so I just did my best really um yeah so that was Ritzy at 15 surrounded my smoke and gosh the smell when you'd get home it just you'd stink it was incredible really so grateful to, to how it's all changed now so it started with Ritzy and then at about 18 19 I used to go to a place called the Opera House and the Opera House was where I started to discover trance and I remember being there and always having to be on the edge of the dance floor never quite in the middle because it felt a bit too claustrophobic people sweaty people like bumping you around so I was never one for going in the mosh pit unless it was a real exception but I wasn't really like that I liked kind of to be noticed on the edge rather than mixed up in the middle I liked space to be able to dance and I used to dance up high as well. There used to be balconies in the opera house because it was literally an old opera house. So I would dance really high up in the gods and look down on everybody. I quite like that bird's eye view. The music was, it was good. There was a, a gay night on a, on a Sunday called Bolts and that was really shiny music. So that was a lot more camp and, and it just had better beats really. Um, there was a night on a Friday there called Slinky and that actually became quite a big thing out in Ibiza.
but it still didn't quite take me that kind of music. So clubbing, I don't know what it's called out in the US, whether it's the same, but clubbing is basically you go pubbing until about 10 p.m. and then you go to a club and it's called clubbing. And you stay there until like six these days. I lived for a Friday night, a Friday, Saturday night. I used to go to quite an intimate club called Cheeky Little Monkeys. And it was small, it was by the pier in Bournemouth, so right by the sea. I didn't dance there, I wasn't so into the music they played, but all my friends used to go there, so that's why we always went there. So I used to sit on a table and give out lollipops, because I always had lots of lollipops on me in whatever cool bag I had on at the time, whether it was a cat or like a crazy lady I had, or a, a Pikachu, I had a Pikachu too. So yeah, that was more sitting down and, and people would come and visit me. <laughs> I occasionally, maybe a couple of times, tried different clubs across the country. I went to a place called God's Kitchen in um, Birmingham, and that was quite a nice place. It, again, it, I didn't quite find my stride on music until I went back into clubbing recently, actually, and that's when I really knew what I, I really wanted. But then it was all about the, the venue, it was a very popular club at the time. But I remember it was so weird, and it's again a thing of being the adult and more mature and being able to make a decision about something and one of my favorite songs came on and I just didn't expect them to play it but I happened to be talking to someone and he was just telling me this really harrowing story about something he was going through and I missed the the, the song because of this and at the time I thought I could help everybody and I was really listening to anybody who had a problem and I would be the one who would listen to it and and then and then I realized that the beat had gone and that one bit I was waiting for wasn't there anymore and I knew the story so I thought oh okay well what am I going to do with that then <laughs> I used to love seeing all the different fashion statements there was lots of luminous gear going on there were these kids called gate crasher kids and they would suck dummies and wear sorts of lots of pvc and bright colors and have their hair in dreads and yeah they were they were fun have lights and glow sticks and yeah they were they were they were fun i used to wear hot pants i was really into hot pants and knee-high boots and leather jackets like um, in the Matrix, Trinity in the Matrix. That was a bit of a number. A really cool thing about this clubbing experience was seeing the fashion and what I loved were all the girls had trainers on, they had cool trousers and little tops or they had long t-shirts and bare legs or just baggy jumpers, there were guys with big puffer jackets on, everybody seemed to be wearing a lot of clothes and at the beginning I thought hmm I've just got a vest and a pair of loose trousers 
am I gonna be really cold? It just means I'm gonna have to dance even harder. But by the end or when it got going, it was so boiling hot. And I thought, wow, these people with hats and, <laughs> you know, gloves and puffer jackets, that I've no, I didn't really think about the, the scene of drum and bass because in the trance scene, there's still a lot of high heels, little cute boob tubes with, you know, it's kind of more sexy. Um, and what I mean by sexy is there's just a lot of flesh on show, which I think attracts the wrong sort of attention. Whereas these women felt strong in their fashion choice. And I really enjoyed that power of sort of a bit more tomboyish, I suppose, and no nonsense. And they were doing it for themselves. They weren't doing it to impress anybody. <laughs> I'm sure they probably were. But yeah, it was a different kind of scene and there wasn't so much kind of pulling, like pulling, like snogging and just sort of guys trying to get girls. And again, I'm sure there was a lot of that going on, but it was less than it is in the trance scene, that's for sure. And I appreciated the the different ambiance of the place. It felt at home. Yeah, I think I found my clan, my music clan anyway. But I still won't say no to a trance night for sure. <laughs> so I went through a lot of different stages of clubbing when I was a kid. I was quite into substances and I did have a really, really good time on many. But then it reached a point where I didn't anymore and I thought I, it's just not worth it. The, the lows are uh, a lot longer than the highs and I don't need anything anymore. I just need the music and I realise that and I'm grateful that I've realised that because a lot of people who back then would also like me have carried on that. That's 20 years later. So yeah, I am grateful. Last night I went and I took some Pro Plus. I don't know if anybody knows what Pro Plus are. They're basically caffeine tablets. I was going to have a coffee, but then I thought it might make me need the loo. So I decided to go and, and get some legal drugs from the supermarket and just took a couple of those, one bottle of water and that was it. It felt amazing. I did have a couple of people ask me for things and, or not actually me directly. I don't look like a dealer, but ask me if I knew anybody. And I said, you know, music is the drug, sounding all like old and responsible and offering them some of my Pro Plus, which they turned down. And, and I, I said to one guy, you know, you'll get there. It might be good now, but you can do it where you don't actually need anything. Just just keep dancing. And he actually said to me, I, I'm really enjoying dancing near you because two hours ago when I came up these stairs, you were at the top dancing and now I've come back up them and you're still dancing. So I'm just going to hang out with you and, and get some of your vibe going on. So that made me smile. And dance I did to one DJ and then the next and then the next and 
yeah it goes through stages I can it just so depends on that particular bit of music at the time I like to call it retro what do I call it retro wave drum and bass sort of it's got like a bit of an 80s feel to it and it's got quite a lot of melody it's not so dark and when some of those beats kicked in because I knew them I just I really went for it and made me smile I think I did about 10 kilometers but 10 kilometers doesn't really do it justice I think it's just because I didn't quite pick my feet up to make it a step but um yeah I definitely danced a lot I had to find my way around last night because there were it was a big warehouse I've never been maybe when it when I was in Ibiza I've been to Ibiza a couple of times and I've been to a place called Privilege in Ibiza which is basically a super club it's an uber mega massive club and back then I didn't used to wear earplugs and I remember going into this club and my heart was vibrating everything was vibrating especially my heart it made me feel a bit ill so I had to escape away from the speakers and I remember at that particular club it was so big that there were all these different levels you had to try and find your way around and at the top there was a globe kind of like one of those I've seen a mushroom like it before it's made up of a lattice it's like a lattice hexagonal prism and it was at the top of this club and in the middle um, in the fresh air in the middle of this hexagonal prism was like a, a counter and this little chef he was kind of like a demon chef that's what I'm going to call him. He was mixing something in a bowl. He had like a proper setup. I don't actually know what he was making. I didn't go too close because I found the whole thing a bit bizarre. And he just kept laughing, going, ha ha. <laughs> and then like stirring his spoon in his bowl. And I was like, oh my God, this is really surreal. But Ibiza, they know how to have a party. And there were people swinging on trapezes and just people walking around and sexy dancers in boxes with big high heels on and yeah it is a it is very surreal the toilets are always amazing in Ibiza clubs I hear now that a club I used to go to called Eden it's actually got like a DJ booth in the toilet now um in the actual area so you know they think of everything it's it sounded amazing I'd love to go again just for that the experience I don't know when that will happen it seems quite a lot of effort to get over there with all the prices now because they are huge <laughs> I've been to a few forest parties one of them in Dorset a duff duff party I call it it's not particularly exciting music it doesn't really do much it's quite psychedelic I suppose and it was in yeah, the middle of a forest. And I do like dancing outside. There's something really beautiful about it. But back then, because I was in my like early teens, well, late teens actually, early twenties, it was it was just it was a rave basically and I, it, it didn't quite hit the note. I've been to a couple of parties in Australia where we've had to walk in the dark through through land, overland. And I must have been really brave at the time, imagining not or not imagining all the spiders and weird insects that might come and 
come and nibble me. It's there where I learned about fractals and the friends I was staying with, they used to render fractals and then they used to play them at these parties on a screen and I'd watch as these beautiful colours would like take me on a journey into these wormholes and yeah, graphics and looking at, at visuals on screens in clubs, that can be like a trip in itself and, and very beautiful the more effort they've put into to them. Another beautiful place in Ibiza is Café Del Mar where you can listen to the music and watch the sunset and it's very beautiful to be able to have lovely chilled out music on while you watch the sun go down over the sea. Yeah, it's a, it is a very special place over there. That was 20 years ago, all those experiences. And then I left. I left it all. I I went along a different path. And 20 years later, a serendipitous moment happen, happened where I ended up going to a club, ultimately. I won't tell you the story but I ended up in a club again and wow I'm back in a club I go on my own which is fine I felt very brave and very cool going on my own actually and I would just had an amazing time and that's where to trance music because now I'm at a night called Gatecrasher which is all about trance and it just so happened that the best trance DJs happened to be there on that night. And I danced for 25 kilometers and I danced and I made some friends and one woman said, oh, like you got the aura of an angel. And of course the usual, so like, what have you done tonight? And I'm like, nothing, I've just done water. And I had to smuggle in um, a couple of totally legal, they're called um, maca tablets. And maca is uh, like a turnip, a root from South America. And it can help with longevity and giving you sustenance. So, but because they look like odd, oddly shaped pills, I actually had to smuggle them in so that they didn't confiscate them off me. So, so a little bit extra energy I could have and and it would help but mainly it's the the music that takes me and it really did and I can handle the the people you know they 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 look like a right state they really do they're drinking and doing stuff and if I think too much about it even though I used to be in that world I find it all a bit gross that these beautiful human beings can make themselves look and be in such states. But they're having a good time, so I totally get that as well. But I was always the very in control one, and I didn't sort of, I mean, I've got a couple of friends who just go off and, you know, you have to sort of babysit them, and, and I'm, I'm not into that. I find it really difficult to see people change so much. But 20 years later, and I'm back into clubbing again and just going to this big club last night 
in a warehouse, two big rooms. I had to ask a few times the security how to get out of the room because it was so vast. And I just felt at home again, just because I was moving. And that's what I did all night. And I have to say that when I see people dancing, I really respect them and it gives me a good vibe to see other people dancing and feeling passionate about the the music and I hope that I did that for some people because that's all I seemed to do was just bang bang around and stomp and get those belly dance moves out in time to those amazing rhythms so much so so much so did I love it that I checked out when the next available date was for my favourite DJs to come back to that club and it just so happens that in February they are going to be there and I've booked a ticket. So my mission over the next few months is to check out these DJs, all my favourite ones, who I've been collecting and making playlists of on Spotify for about six months now. And I'm going to go and hear them live and I'm going to inspire people to dance and I'm going to be inspired by the beat myself. And I'm just going to have the biggest smile on my face as I shake out all my energy and make my body and soul feel amazing. Thanks for listening. I am going to go and have a really long sleep now. Good night.